This is Brain Diet, episode 160, Cutting Through Weight Loss Nonsense with Corinne Crabtree. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. This feels like such a monumental day for me and for the podcast. It almost makes me emotional, and I'm really proud to share this with you and excited to share this with you. This episode is my conversation with Corinne Crabtree. Now, I don't think I can overstate how much this means to me that I was able to have some of her time to chat with her on a individual level. It was a very surreal experience for me because I have looked up to her for years I knew about her well before I knew what a life coach was. I was aware of her years ago when she was much earlier in her business. And the fact that I am able to share a conversation that I had with her with you is just overwhelming for me because her work is so influential. And she is such a brilliant example of what is possible. If you have never heard of Corinne Crabtree, I'll tell you a little bit about her. She kind of gets into her story, but I want to just tell you a little bit about who she is, what she does, and why I think she is just such an extraordinary human being. So she is a master certified weight and life coach, and her mission is to help every woman break generational curses in order to improve their personal health and wealth. Her story that she tells in this episode, she lost 100 pounds, I think it was over 100 pounds, 15 years ago. She talks about her weight fluctuations over the course of her life, and 15 years ago, she finally lost 100 pounds for good and has kept it off. And ever since, she has really dedicated her efforts, her life, to teaching women how to do the same. And it is not an understatement to say that Corinne is one of the leading voices in the weight loss and business industry. In both of those industries, she is a has phenomenal influence. She has a podcast that I have listened to for years, and I love her. I love her energy. I love the way she teaches things. She is just incredible. The podcast is called Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne. And that podcast has been downloaded over 50 million times in 160 countries, which this is episode 160. I'm now just looking at. And she has a free course that she talks about in the episode that I have taken myself and was so pleasantly delighted by what I found in that course because of how freeing and liberating it is and the the way she teaches things. She's had over a million women take that free course and she now has a membership program that people pay to be a part of to really create the weight and the health that they want. Now she is also certified through the same school that I am as a life coach, the life coach school. We both work for the life coach school and I am honored to have her as a colleague. But her business ranked 
number 1,052 on the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing businesses of 2022. She is an incredible businesswoman. And to watch her work is to behold something masterful because she is so incredibly successful and smart with the way that she builds her life and her business. And she was so gracious to give me some of her time, to share her time with me, to have this conversation. And I felt like everything she shared was so spot on, which I did not expect anything less. She is so has such a presence and such wisdom. And so I just am really elated to be sharing this conversation with you. And like I mentioned, it's very surreal because of how much respect I have for her. And she is such an example to me of what is possible in the world, what is possible for people, what is possible for humans, what is possible for women, what is possible in health, what is possible in business. There is so much inspiration in this one person that I just am so, so wonderfully excited to be able to share this with you. Now, I have her links to all of the things to Facebook where she goes live often and will share free wisdom, which is just such a gift. She has her podcast, which I will link. She has her free course, which I'm also going to put into the show notes. She has a advanced weight loss certification coaching uh, certification that is exceptional. And I will also link the websites for her memberships. If that's something that you are interested in and want to check out, I will have all of that there for you. And I just want to emphasize how wise she is and humble at the same time. I was so struck by, which again, I didn't expect anything less, but just to be speaking to someone that I revere and that I respect so much, um, to be so down to earth and to be so humble. So I just am over the moon to be able to share this with you and that I have the chance to even do this. I can't believe I, listening to her podcast years ago, um, now that I have a podcast and had her as a guest on mind, it, it's just incredibly, incredibly surreal. So I am grateful and thankful and am so excited to share this with you. So please enjoy my conversation here with Corinne Crabtree. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is someone that I have so deeply admired for years for a variety of reasons. She is, for one, a wildly successful entrepreneur. She is an extraordinary teacher. And the way that you share weight loss strategies and approaches is unlike I had any, I had ever heard before. And it was so, it just struck so deep because it was so different than anything I'd ever heard. And so I love everything that you do, everything about you teach, everything that you teach about, excuse me. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm, I was just saying before we came on about how I, like, I watch you <laughs> I teach things too. <laughs> it's, so it's awesome. Such a trip, such a trip. So I am here today with Corinne Crabtree. Corinne, tell us a little bit about you. So about, uh, well, when I was growing up, I was significantly overweight. So from the age of nine, I gained just 
I mean, I was always the biggest kid in class. Um, by the time I was in the eighth grade, I weighed 210 pounds. And then most of my life, I bounced between 175 and over 250. Like it was, I was the classic, I can rip some weight off, but I can't keep the weight off. In my 30s, I solved it. I decided I wasn't going to do any more like, like just crappy diets that required tons of restriction and stuff. I just knew I couldn't handle those. I was like, a lot of people might be able to do it, but not me. Like that's just not happening. So I just started making small changes and then I lost a hundred pounds. And once I lost the weight, I really understood that I had changed the relationship with myself. I didn't just lose weight and um, like basically create like a Frankenstein relationship with food. What I had done is I'd learned how to like myself. I'd learned how to encourage myself. I learned how to pick myself up after a bad day. There were just so many things that I had done that I felt really good and confident about my weight loss for the first time. It's the first time I'd ever lost weight where I was like, I created a life. Like there is no going back. It was almost as if I just burned the boats. And so I told my husband, I wanted to help other people do it because I had done so many diets that didn't work and so many diets that I gained weight back. I thought more women not only need to lose weight, but they really need to learn how to feel amazing about themselves because weight loss is just not automatically doing it. Otherwise I would have never regained weight ever in all my past attempts. So I just started a little online business. I literally just started asking people in email, Hey, you want to work with me? I had started going to a Weight Watchers message board because back in the day, there were no Facebook groups. If you wanted to talk to other people who struggled with weight, you went to Weight Watchers message boards. <laughs> that was the name of the game on the internet. So and I'd help them. And I realized every day I was getting more and more questions and I was repeating things. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to start one of these blog things. I didn't know what that was. I had just heard about it and I created one, a free one. And I would answer questions and paste my answers into the blog. And then I would link people to my blog to be like, this will be a lot faster. I've already answered this question. Moving on to the next person. Next thing I know, people were signing up for like, they just wanted to make sure they got my blogs on a regular basis. And then once that happened, I was like, I should train people. <laughs> like maybe they want to work with me, you know, and that was how I started my business. So that was 16 years ago. And wow. now it's, you know, we've got almost 14,000 members and we've been at it for a while, as you can tell. And, uh, and we just love it. So that's incredible. And I've known about you for years. And I think that was what struck me so much when I first learned of you and the way that you approached health and weight loss, because it's such an important piece to overall health that is nowhere to be found in the ads that you're seeing online. And so one of the questions that I would be curious to pick your brain on is even today, like I was scrolling through Google for something and I got three or four ads of like the weight loss shake or the, the five things I'd never eat. And just all of this, all of these extreme claims that now with my experience in nutrition and all the things I can see clearly the, what they are, but for someone that is new to the game of weight loss, or perhaps has tried a lot of things and is just trying new things, how do you sift through all of the extreme and oftentimes unhealthy marketing and claims that we're getting bombarded with on a very regular basis? So one thing is 
just know that it is, I think it's really important for people to know that it is happening to them. And that if they, right now, if they think it takes calories, points, extremes, restrictions, um, these are bad foods, all of that stuff, you're not alone in being confused. You're not alone in being overwhelmed. And you're definitely not alone in questioning, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Because for every, you know, for every person who says you should do low fat, there's somebody who says you should do high fat. And for every person who says you should count calories, there's someone who's like, no, it should be all intuitive. And then for every person who says it's macros, there's another person who's like, yeah, but some macros you don't need. Like, it is, it is overwhelming and confusing out there. So I think like for one, for everyone, as you're just sifting through it, the, what I always tell my people is don't start something that you're not going to want to do the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like that is so important to me is I have a grandmother who's still alive. She lives in Alabama and she's 80, I think she's 84, 85 years old now. She's still to this day if I talk to her, will ask me, and she knows I run a weight loss company, but like, because it's mindset, you know, in her generation, she's like, meh, no. She always says, well, what do you think about Jenny Craig? What do you think about Weight Watchers? And she will sit there and say like, you know me, I just still am overweight. I'm like, God, if at 85, we're still worried about it, like then let's solve it. But I, for me, it's like, if we're never going to get rid of that desire to lose our weight or get healthy. And I know that we can work on that stuff, but like if my 84 year old grandmother is still angst up about it, that's because she never really learned how to live a lifestyle with food that gave her what she truly wanted. You know, sometimes we're eating for health. Like sometimes we're eating for like fun and emotion. I think that they're, I think that's important. Um, you know, sometimes we're eating for like, all. we just eat for all kinds of reasons. We eat for physical reasons. We eat for mental reasons. We eat for emotional reasons. I think what we do in the diet industry that gets all, everybody all jacked up is it's like, it's one and not the other. And I think it's all three. I think we have to pay attention to the physical response of food. It's just as important though, as the emotional response too. There are times like I want to eat something that I know, like if I eat a plate of nachos, I'm not going to feel amazing the next day. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But in like, when I want to have nachos, I want the best nachos and I do want to enjoy them. And I probably want to, and I want to eat more than like, I'm like, I'm okay with getting full at this time, Mm -hmm. but it's when we're not like recognizing that all three components matter. I think that's where the diet industry kind of messes us up. I completely agree. And it really is unfortunate because we just become almost a little bit brainwashed because we're so bombarded with these messages that I think it is easy for us to dismiss the other pieces for us to be like, oh, mindset. Well, that doesn't matter. What actually should I be eating? Right. Right. And it is the most understated yet most powerful tool to utilize And as you and I well know, how you think creates how you feel. And if you are feeling terrible, no matter what you do in a diet or in your health, it's not going to be sustainable and it's not going to be enjoyable. And like something that we want to do forever, we have to really examine what's happening inside our brain. I'm curious if this grandmother of yours was to come and say, okay, I want your help. I have done all these diets and haven't seen success. Where would you go? first with her? I mean, obviously there would be a lot of exploration mentally to do, but 
but what would be your advice to her in the beginning? Because I imagine there are a lot of listeners that are in similar situations where they've, as you were as well, tried a lot of the diets, maybe had success, haven't been able to sustain it. So what would you, what advice would you pass along to someone in that situation? Yeah. So for the last few years, I've had this free course that has been running and we've had like a million people go through it at this point. Me included. And the very first thing I teach people all the time is literally, let's just get back to asking the basic questions. Am I hungry? And have I had enough? So many people are just eating, like I just call it just automatically or robotically. It's time. It's in front of me. I just need to clean my plate. Like we we don't think about it at all. We just eat. And so I think if I was going to start with someone brand spanking new to all of it. It's keep it simple in the beginning. Let's at least in the very beginning question, am I hungry? And how do I know? Even if you're going to eat because you're not hungry, it's still good to know like, okay, in this case, I decided to eat anyway, because I'm thinking it'll be a long time, or I'm thinking I might get hungry later. Like that's always one of those things I love when a client presents like, Okay, so now we know we can work on the fear of hunger, but unless we're actually listening and unless we're actually questioning, are you hungry? We wouldn't know that you're actually afraid of hunger and we wouldn't be able to dive into, well, why are you afraid of hunger? What, like, what kind of diets have you been on where hunger was glorified and it, and it had to be extreme, you know? So I'd start there and the same thing on the enough side, because I think a lot of people are, they're just part of clean plate club. Mm-hmm. I think that they don't want to waste food. I think that they don't want to offend someone. We eat past enough for a million reasons other than our body says, hey, I've had plenty. <laughs> so it's like when you ask those two questions, it's not so that you can just start losing weight and never eat when you're not hungry again and always stop when you had enough. It's really some like a lot of low hanging fruit will get nailed. Like you'll be like, Oh my God, I was just fixing to like throw a protein bar down and I'm not even hungry. Sometimes the decision like you'll end up losing weight. So some of those easy decisions will just get clarified simply by asking the questions. But what it's real job is, is to expose all the times that you don't want to stop because of those things. And when we expose all of it, now we know what to truly work on. That's where diets fail us. When they're just doing calories and things like that, you're never told what to do with the days that you blow your calories other than get right back on plan. It's like, but I need to solve for why I broke this plan. Right. And, and they don't do that. And that's such a missing element to weight loss. And that's one of the things that I think you and I are like, this has to change. <laughs> This is a disservice to everyone to keep doing that to people. Right. Well, and something that I've heard a lot on social media, because again, there are just such polarizing opinions that are really fascinating to observe, but there's so much dialogue of like diets don't work. And one in four dieters develop disordered eating patterns and all of these just um, drastic claims. And I'm not even saying they are not true at all, but the simplicity with which you approach things. And I do very similarly with my own clients is addressing all of those elements. Because if, if we do just look at like, we'll just get back on plan, get back on the wagon, all of the things, then yeah, it's going to damage your relationship with hunger, damage your relationship with your body, damage your relationship with feeling full. There is so much that's happening. That's not being paid attention to. And so that is something that is so deeply important to me and what I teach. and, And I know what you teach as well to really 
pay attention to those things first because diets fail if you don't have a good relationship with all those other elements and they fail and you have even more disordered patterns if you're not really paying attention to that self-talk and everything that's happening internally because that matters so much more than people ever realize. Yeah, and I think you bring up such a good point, like like the one in every four diets that fail and stuff. Like, I probably agree. It is no wonder so many diets are failing because they're never addressing root causes. So mm-hmm. like, I like to think about there's traditional dieting that focuses just on what you eat and how much. Like, we're not going to address your emotions. We're not going to address any of that stuff. It's just like, I gave you a plan. I cannot believe like you're having a hard time following it. (laughs) That's that's the amount of coaching most of us ever got, you know, from a Weight Watcher leader or like, they'll say like, well, what was wrong with you this week? Why did you do bad this week? Like, if you just think about the quality of conversation you've probably had with, um, like trainers in the gym who give you a diet, like. And God love them. They're not skilled at it. No one's taught them this. So it's not, I don't think they're trying to do harm. They are just perpetuating the harm that's already been done. And then you have what I think is like going to be modern weight loss and modern weight loss is really taking the approach we do, which is, um, you know, we just need basic parameters around how to eat. And these basics are there to help expose all the other reasons why you might be eating too. Because what we want to do is we want to work on all these other reasons, because then your life up levels, the quality of the relationship with food and yourself up levels, when you work on all of that, then just doing like I teach just four basics, like then just doing those things gets exponentially easier when you remove that other crap. Yeah. And I, again, this is something that I I love that, that we both agree on, but just the simplicity is so obvious, right? It's very simple practices and simple approaches. And of course, once you start to expose the more complicated elements, that's when you pay attention to them. But oftentimes what I see is people tend to like to overcomplicate weight loss. And I think there's often some type of like they just want to negate responsibility. Like if, if weight loss is some secret, uh, you know, impossible sauce that we will never be able to create, then I guess I have no hands in this. If I'm overweight, then there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gets us into a lose-lose situation because we disempower ourselves and we, you know, miss the chance to understand ourselves. And so that's what I think is an added element that's so valuable is always coming back to the basics because they will get you the furthest. It doesn't need to be this specific macronutrient at this specific time of day. It's like the basics of drinking enough water, getting enough protein in your diet, walking enough. These simple things are so powerful and yet they are overlooked because people often want it to be so much more complicated than it actually is. Yeah. And I think like, and I always like to tell my clients first and foremost, have some compassion with yourself. If you have a thousand rules running around in your head, Mm -hmm. like it's all been handed to you. If you've tried lots of things, everything should feel confusing and conflicting. That's like, that's what we want to unpack. Like we really actually like, where did you learn this rule? Okay. I know now you're obsessing about this. Where did that come from? Like, did that really even work? Like we need to do a lot of exploration there. I also think that it's like, the reason why I like to keep things really simple is because I just think about complication. If something's really complicated, I'm already going in feeling like, Ooh, I hope I can figure this out. Or I'm anxious already. There's a nervous energy. There's like, it's tense. When we think about complicated things, 
the last thing people who are trying to lose weight need is one more brick in their load of anxiety, confusion, and overwhelm. <laughs> Like the vast majority of people that I've ever coached in weight loss is like, I live my life that way. And now like, now you're going to try to give me a complicated diet on top. They just don't need it. They actually are craving usually a simpler life. Like people almost always tell me, I just don't want to think about it so much. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is if we keep things really simple, then we are going to stop thinking about food all the time. We are now going to start thinking about why do we want to eat versus what should I eat? Like, I I can't tell you how many years I would wake up in the morning and be eating, like before I would eat breakfast, quiz everyone in my ecosphere, what do you think we'll be doing for lunch and dinner? Because I'm like trying to strategically plan every meal, like I'm playing some kind of high stakes, you know, war game or something. Mm -hmm. And all I'm trying to do is just navigate breakfast. So we just have to like, I think for people just having some understanding, like this is normal. Stop looking though. Like, like there is no complicated formula out there that you're missing. Yes. There are these easy things that will work to lose weight. And the hard part is the judgment is the fear is the anxiety. And that's why you need coaches who can help you navigate those things, because that has been the missing element in every one of your weight loss programs. Yeah. And still to this day, having done it for years and doing it every single day, I still experience this emotional like relief in always coming back to that truth. Cause I, I understand it deeply. And, you know, I've solved so many of my issues through coaching and, you know, have created the health that I want. And still, even just talking about it, I just feel like, oh yeah, it's it's simple and it's okay. It's okay that I had all that messaging. It's okay. And that goes for everybody, that it really is the state of your mind and your perception of your body and all of it, it's okay. It makes sense. And there's so much that you can do to really help yourself live the life you actually want to be living. Yeah. Like I think in weight loss, we've made the wrong parts hard. Mm -hmm. Like we've made the, the how, like what we eat or how much we eat, that kind of stuff. We've made that so overly complicated that we've made that hard. And we've not allowed people to understand. Like, so I love the way you were saying it's like, we're going to give you simple steps. That doesn't mean the journey is easy. The actual hard part is unlike sitting with your, like, this is the hardest thing for most of my clients. They are literally not hungry at night, but they have no other way to sit their butts on the couch and watch TV without having overwhelming guilt that they didn't do enough for the day or that, you know, like, well, I shouldn't be watching TV. I should be spending time with my kids. Like they were, you know, I was at work all day and then we came home and then we did homework. Like I never got quality time, but at the end of the day, the last thing you want as a mother is quality time with your kids. You want, you just want some time yourself. And so they're eating to not feel guilty for taking care of themselves. And so this is the hard part of weight loss. The hard part is becoming the kind of woman who can sit on her butt and be like, I deserve this moment. No one's getting harmed in my family. In fact, we all might be better off one day if I'm not killing myself either with ice cream or overdoing to compensate for what I think is my lack. That's the hard part. And that is the part that diets miss out on. You know, if they make the rules hard, you don't even have enough time to come up for air to figure out what's missing in your life. 
you're too busy on your calculator trying to figure out your macros. <laughs> but that's what's so, so interesting is, is these, these diets are commonplace. You can Google right now and find hundreds of nutritional pr- plans that could potentially be really awesome. But it's all of that external information that exists when really what needs to be what needs the attention is all of that internal information and no yes. one's giving it that attention and validation that it needs. Instead, it's just like, well, here's another program to try. Here's another macro count right. to, you know, attempt. And I, I think we just get so blind to that because it's everywhere. We just assume that something's wrong with us because we can't follow through. And in reality, there's just a missing piece that we're not taking care of. Well, and that's like so good that you need to highlight is what you just said, which is the missing thing is this stuff. Like this is, yes. Like what's going on between your ears is more valuable than what's going in your mouth right now. You clean up what's going on between your ears, how much and what you put in your mouth gets so much easier to do. But if your brain's a mess, you'll implode every single time. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you've, you've lived it. I think you're such an example of what's possible with having done the diets and finally done it the right way. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit, uh, in my community and among my clientele, I have a lot of women with autoimmune conditions and it can be difficult because there is a lot happening in the brain about your health when you have these chronic illnesses and chronic conditions. And so I would love your input for how to approach weight loss when perhaps you have these belief systems that your body's working against you? Yeah. Well, I think like first is just having some compassion and understanding. It's not that your body's working against you. It's like, but what is that? What is that thought that can give you a little compassion and understanding? It's like right now, I feel like my body's working against me, but in reality, I could be helping my body too, you know, like just wiggle thoughts. I always tell my clients, we need a lot more wiggle thoughts than we need to like disrupt the whole belief system. You know, it's like all of a sudden I just got to believe, you know, like, oh, my body's a temple. Even if it's got something wrong with it, it was always meant to be this way. Somebody who gets diagnosed with autoimmune on day one does not want to believe it was meant to be this way. Like hard sell right there. (laughs) So we want to meet ourselves where we're at. So I just like, I have quite a few people in my membership too, who have, they need to, we call it our special diets group Mm -hmm. where they have medical conditions where like, so if you're just what we call the gin pop in my group, (laughs) general population, (laughs) we don't focus on, um, like, we just don't focus on the types of food you're eating. It's like, we're going to eat what we want. We're just going to learn the emotional parts. We're going to learn how to, you know, like listen to our bodies. What is it telling us? Like all these things. Then we have some people, they, they can't start there. Like if you're a diabetic, you can't just eat what you want, but how you think about it can be pivotal and can change. And they often, when they go into that group, they do feel very broken. They feel like something's wrong with them their body's failing them. And I always try to say like, all right, what could we think about our body where you can work with compassion and love with it? Like, yes, I have this, but it's like, it's possible that I could 
um, be understanding when I feel terrible about it. Like anything that gets you moved out of the just total belief that your body's broken. It's like, but what, but what, where's my agency? Where is my control? And a lot of times it's just, there's just days where it just feels really unfair and it feels really bad and you feel like you're screwed. And it's on those days that you really want to say like, and I get you. It's not that we are, but I definitely can see how you feel that way. And when we think these things, of course, we feel terrible. So what can we do to help ourselves today? What can we do to make today a little bit easier? I think just helping people transition to that, eventually what happens is they do start questioning all that stuff. They do like, when you get into that compassion mode and when you get into that understanding mode, like the next mode tends to be like, well, maybe there's a different way to think about this. If you ever open your heart and your soul up to feeling a little better simply by how you change your thinking, it's like a drug. Mm -hmm. Your body starts realizing we're doing something that feels good. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's try to figure more of that out. Like your body is always determined to do it. It's done it with food for years. So if it can do it with food, it can also do it with different thinking. Your body just doesn't know the difference. It's just like, I just crave feeling good. Mm-hmm. However we get there, teach me. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. And that is something that I really emphasize with my own clientele and, and on this podcast is especially with chronic illness and autoimmune conditions, it's very unpredictable. And there are things that are very, very much out of our control. And yeah. there are things with diet and with movement that we can do to aid ourselves. But even then it only comes to a point before there are just going to be things that happen that are going to feel unfair that we don't want that will be devastating and heartbreaking. And that is why I am so passionate about the way that we think, because oftentimes that really is truly the only thing we can control when it comes to our health. And when every way out, it's the only way out. And if you believe otherwise, if you believe that just the instinctual thought patterns are just the way you're destined to be, it compounds the misery in a way that is just so drastic and is so unfortunate because yes, there is physical pain and discomfort and problems, but that doesn't mean there has to be constant emotional misery as well. And that's the freedom that I think is so, so important for the general population, but also for people that deal with a body and something on a daily basis that is perhaps a little bit more difficult. Yeah. One thing that most people don't know about me is my mother has lived with lupus um, Mm -hmm. all her life. She also has um, almost debilitating arthritis. She was born with um, deformed feet and they've never worked completely right. So it's really jacked her whole body up. She literally like as we're recording, she's recovering in my back room from a to- her second total shoulder replacement. <laughs> she's had two total knee replacements. Um, she has lived with pain all of her life. And she was also very overweight most of her life. And since in the last two and a half, three years through, I mean, chronic pain to mm-hmm. where she barely can get out of bed. She's lost 120 pounds. Incredible. The main reason why she and my mother's real funny. She never listened to my podcast. She didn't want to know anything about what I taught. Like, bleh, she didn't care. And then um, she got to where she couldn't work anymore and she needed to retire because she had such bad arthritis that it was affecting her. 
but she wasn't wealthy enough to just retire. My mother was very broke growing up. Mm. And I was like, well, like, do you want to work part-time? Like, I just need someone who's going to care about my clients like I do. And like my support desk, I just need somebody to answer those things. I can't answer them all the time anymore. And she started doing that. And so she realized in order to help them, she should probably know what the heck I talk about all the time. (laughs) That was what actually motivated her to listen to what I had to say about weight loss. It wasn't that I lost a hundred pounds. It wasn't that I had a podcast. It was none of that mattered, but then them clients, oh, Corinne, they're suffering. I need to know where the content is. And well, she started listening. It started making sense. And one of the things that really helped her was she just never like she just always thought she would just suffer her entire life Mm. like that was her like she literally said Corinne I just knew like after when I had you at 17 she said my first thought was my life's over she was like it wasn't that I loved you but I thought my life's over and I really operated on that that belief for the majority of my life and she said not until I started listening to you did I realize like well, hell, like there's a lot of things that are going on with me that I could probably just think a little different about. And she just started playing around with the idea of not making everything a catastrophe, Mm -hmm. that everything she did was wrong. And she was getting so much relief. Next thing you knew, she's losing some weight and everything was making sense. So I get like, like I've watched my mother suffer emotionally and physically my entire life, all 48 years of my life. And it wasn't until the past two or three years that I've watched her not suffer emotionally as bad. I wouldn't say that my mother is pure in thinking. She definitely is an Eeyore at times, but (laughs) as all moms, I think are, but (laughs) she has alleviated so much for emotional stress and her emotional pain that she was able to really listen to the physical pain. And that like for a long time, she wouldn't do anything about it. She just thought that she should be in pain. And it wasn't until she started removing some of the emotional pain that she start treating her body a little different. She started changing some of her foods. She would have never done that. And she only did it. She was like, you make sense. Maybe I should pay attention if some of this stuff bothers me. I was like, well, I'm glad to know I make sense, mama. <laughs> but you, Like it's that autoimmune. And when your body, when you have clear evidence it's really hard to argue with someone who's in extreme pain or has a disease that their body's not failing them. And I don't think as coaches, we should argue with them about it. I think we should just make them aware that sometimes you are going to think that, and it's going to feel so real and no one blames you, but at the end of the day, for your own sake, let's figure out what we can start thinking so that you get some much needed emotional relief. Wow. I love that. And I think that is just a beautiful note for us to end on. I want to be mindful of your time. Um, Thank you so much for coming on today. Where can people find you? So I have a podcast, Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne. Um, If you're used to listening to Taylor's, just know that mine has lots of swear words in it. (laughs) It's a little bit, a little bit more animated, a little bit more different. Uh, you can also take my free course at um, nobsfreecourse.com. If you'd like to just, I talk about the, are you hungry? I talk about, um, have you had enough? That kind of thing. So you can uh, drop in, watch those videos and maybe it'll help you too. 
Awesome. I'm sure it will. I've gone through the course myself, like I mentioned, and it was the start of a, of a big snowball that's continuing to go and I couldn't be happier about it. So awesome. thank you so much for all you do in the world. And thank you so much for being on the podcast, Corinne. I appreciate it. Thank you. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.